Welcome back to Timely Careers and Stories. This is Ashen. And this is season two of the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Hashem and this is Timely Careers and Stories. I haven't made a podcast episode in a while. But I'm back for a short, brief little break here and making a podcast episode. So I'm right now in my 20s and I've been trying to look for some advice on the internet about what I should do and what, uh, you know, what I should do in my 20s. Um, If you're listening out there in your 20s right now or if you're just, you know, just under 20 and you're, you know, wondering about life or some things just aren't going the way that you want it to. So... I went to other people, asked them for advice, and the first place I started was on the internet. And I took a look at Quora and Reddit to see if I could get some life advice from people that are older and wiser, people who've been through their 20s already, so people around 40 or 50 or, you know, just whatever, people who've been through their 20s. And I found some interesting Um, people who've mentioned some really cool things about, you know, some great advice. And I thought I'd share it with you, um, the listeners of Timely Careers and Stories. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Anywho, uh, we move. So, um, let's start off by saying, uh, I think this first user is from Quora. Yes, they are from Quora. And so, you know what they say, youth is wasted on the young. But let's see what this Quora user has to say. So basically to sum up what she says is to learn to accept and love yourself first. The Quora user Rushi Rashinkar, sorry if I butcher your name, um, says, In other words, show some self-compassion. Scientists say it can make you more successful because you're learning from your missteps instead of just berating yourself for them. One self-compassion exercise involves treating yourself as you would treat a friend or a colleague who has failed. You might say to yourself, this is really hard right now, or I'm sorry you are struggling. That is some pretty good advice from Rushi. Self-compassion. I mean, it's pretty important. Um, I know personally myself, when something bad happens in life, I'm pretty used to just putting myself down rather than bringing myself up, you know, getting a bad grade on a test or an exam or something, especially if you're in university, it's pretty easy to put yourself down. Um, life is tough and, um, we're still young. I mean, being in your twenties, you're still relatively young. You have so much life ahead of us. Oh, I guess we have so much life ahead of us and, um, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't take every failure or even failure and turn it into a negative and um, put ourselves down. Because the more we put ourselves down, it's not beneficial <laughs> at all. We're just going to put ourselves down even more. We're not going to get anywhere. All right. So another tip from Resh Inkar is learn to say no with confidence 
it's best to learn the skill now while it's still relatively early in your career. That way you can prioritize the people and experiences that are truly meaningful to you. She continues, or he, I'm sorry, I'm not sure of the gender. If you're currently looking for tips on turning down an invitation without seeming antisocial, etiquette and civility expert Rosalinda Oropisa Randall recommends keeping it simple. It sounds great, but I think I'll pass this time. It's a great example. You can even push back on your boss when they give you an assignment you feel like you can't take on. For example, if they're already overloaded with other if you're already overloaded with other projects, national workplace expert Lynn Taylor suggests responding, I would be happy to do that project, but what that could mean is that whatever other projects are working on will have to be pushed off until tomorrow because I will actually I was actually going to spend the next three hours finishing that proposal. Would you like me to put that off? Even goes with um, schooling. Like if you have school and your, you know, your boss knows you have that school, they should understand, you know, school is your priority and that you can't do that right now. Um, But yeah, for an example, you know, like if you work and I don't know, a repair shop per se, and you're already repairing a phone and your boss is like, hey, could you, you know, repair this phone? right away because a customer's coming be like okay if i start repairing this phone just know that this phone that the customer is already coming for later today will have to be put to the side in order for me to work on this phone and then the project you know manager or your boss can find somebody else to do it or you know whatever anywho the next tip comes from reddit a user by the name of b-h-r-u-i-c burick i think he says to take more risks this is a following quote straight from reddit don't talk yourself out of doing things you want to do don't let fear win if you want to vacation in europe do it if you want to talk to that girl or guy do it if you want to start your own business do it uh, but do the research first, you know, make sure it's, you know, all stuff that's super viable, something that you can you know, live off of and stuff. Getting to your 30s and having a string of regrets is going to haunt you. Burek is right about, you know, taking chances and doing what you want to do before it's too late. Amazon CEO Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos is an example, uh, is a notorious example uh, for his quality. Bezos has said, Given a 10% chance of a hundred times pay off, you should take that bet every time. All right. And the next one comes from Quora user Jordan Allen. Pull the trigger. That is what Jordan Allen says. Some people get the chance to some people get the chance to see if they're banned could really uh, could make it big or their business could skyrocket or their love of their life was moving to the other side of the world and wanted them to join it's scary to think that uh, think about the life we know versus the one we don't and so often people drop these chances for no better reason than they're scared if you think your life has an engineering problem you always want to be prototyping 
building a model and testing it, as Bernard Roth, Stanford professor and author of The Achievement Habit, says, you don't want to be tinkering forever until you've got this seemingly perfect model. So try out life in another country or launch that business on a small scale and see how it goes. If it doesn't work out, you can always try again. Yeah, that goes for a lot of people, especially if you're out there trying to start a business. Um, You don't always need that retail space to start selling. There's online. The online retail space is huge. Um, If you're wanting to start your own coffee shop, you know, starting off with like a small little stand outside isn't a bad, you know, stuff. Um, I mean, if I don't want to get too much into um, business here, but um, you want to create that MP, uh, MVP as well, the minimal viable product um, to see how to see how it will do out in the market. And if it does well in the market, then, you know, you have a profitable um, product on your hands and something that you can pursue even more. All right. The next one comes from Quora from user. um We'll call this user JBD because that's the ending of it. I honestly don't want to butcher this name. They basically say, turn your weaknesses into your strengths. Um, The user writes about thinking of your weaknesses as a competitive advantage. It's something both Michael Phelps and Winston Churchill learned to do, as Eric Barker writes in Barking Up the Wrong Tree. For Phelps, having a somewhat awkward body type made him a pretty bad runner and dancer, but it also made him an incredible swimmer. For Churchill, being paranoid meant that he was once deemed unsuitable for the highest offices, but it also meant he recognized Hitler as a great threat to the world. Figure out what makes you weird and turn it into something that makes you a winner. Being unique is honestly one of the best qualities you can have. You don't want to be a copy and paste of just everyone else. You don't want to copy and paste what other people have been doing, what other methods have been working for other people. You may see some sort of success in something like that, but you're not going to see the ultimate potential that you have. Being you is the most important important part of life. Alrighty, the next one also comes from Quora. This is user Jane. We'll call it this user Jane. Briefly sums it up. Learn to negotiate with politeness. She starts off by saying, learning to negotiate early in your career is a pretty big deal as business insiders Tanza and Sky reported. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce their last names. Negotiating your starting salary and continuing to negotiate every few years or when you're when you start a new job could make a million dollar difference in your lifetime earnings. That's one million dollars. If you're worried about botching your first salary negotiation, make sure you do your research so you get a sense of the standard salary for your position. And remember that salary isn't the only thing you can negotiate. You can also ask about things like performance bonuses, equity options, health insurance premiums, and other stuff. Insurances, you know, stuff like that. Help relocating your job and other stuff. Um, I made an episode about negotiating wage with uh, Raj Subramayer. If you guys want to, you know, watch, uh, listen to that episode. It is in, if you go into any, whatever podcast streaming you're on, you can just click that episode. It's got a little rocket ship on it. Um, It's called, I think it's called skyrocketing your career or something like that. All right. Now this one's huge. This tip, huge tip here. Forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. This comes from 
a redditor, um, Technofurious. Forgive yourself. Kicking yourself over past failures won't change what happened. It will just leave you more sore from being kicked so much. Give up all hope for a better past. Own who you are. Have been. So it doesn't own you. This really applies to all ages, but it's a skill that takes a while to develop. So you might as well start young and really figure it out. I have, this is um, the writer talking here. I haven't uh, met many people under 20 who have taken it to heart, but I have found a number of people in their 20s who are really starting uh, to get it. I've also met people in their 80s and 90s who still don't get it and are filled with regrets. Journalist Katherine Schultz says something similar. She suggests that we can expect to have some regrets and shouldn't feel bad about having them. The point isn't to live without any regrets. The point is to hate is to not hate ourselves for having them. We need to learn to love the flawed, imperfect things that we create and to forgive ourselves for creating them. Regret doesn't remind us that we did badly. It reminds us that we know we can do better. And that's really important. I mean, if that's, a, you know, a relationship that ended badly or a vacation or a project or a job, anything like that, you need to learn to forgive yourself. Um, you know, it already happened in the past and you just have to move on from it. Maybe it was your fault. Maybe it was the other person's fault. It doesn't matter. Same thing goes with your job. If you're working somewhere and it doesn't work out or, you know, you get fired from the job just gotta learn from your mistakes and you can't regret stuff for the rest of your life this is a huge advice i know most of these advices seem very mundane and very basic some things that you know your parents might say or you might hear other people saying but they're just things you need to constantly remind yourself of like the next one here which is don't compare yourself to others this is huge don't compare yourself to others this is Redditor HSTRY Geek One. So his try Geek One, I think, user. In the social media age, it is tempting to beat yourself up if your friends are getting married, having kids, and living a life of luxury. We each live our own lives. The only thing you're going to do is hurt yourself. Indeed, research suggests suggests that comparing yourself to others is pretty pointless. That's because from the outside, people can seem a lot happier and less troubled than they are from the inside. This goes a huge way, especially what the writer mentioned with the age of social media. A lot of people are out there promoting, showing their best foot forward. You know, their life is going perfectly fine. Nothing is wrong. You know, they're making millions of dollars. They're going on vacation to Cabo, Paris, the Maldives. You know, they're just all over the place or they just have that got that promotion they have their own business, they're 20, you know, they're making millions. You can't compare yourself to people like that. You gotta look at yourself. And also, um, to, fall, to continue on this point, you shouldn't, you know, set an age limit. You know, by the time I'm 30, I have to have married, have three kids. You can't set those expectations on yourself. Um, I'm just gonna bring this up now just because I am studying for a project management exam at the moment. But even in project management, when you're setting, you know, a schedule, the, it's tentative. Like, it, nothing is set in stone. Sure, it might cost a little more, but at the end of the day, the project gets done. 
you're the project and you are your own manager. No one else is going to manage your own project and your project is your life. And you need to manage that. And making a schedule is part of um, project management. But the schedule is very tentative. Like, um, let's say, you know, you want to have your first full-time job by the time you're 24. You need to give a float or a slack, which is, you know, the time, like a plus or minus five years type of thing. And there are calculations you can do in order to determine that. But that is only if you're like very organized and stuff and you, you know, plan on your life going a certain way, which again, nothing wrong with that. But you can't beat yourself up if you're not married by the time you're 30. You just haven't met the right person. Anywho, moving on. Don't be afraid to change directions. Oh, huge. Um, this is from a this is from Reddit. I am sorry, I am not gonna pronounce this username or even attempt. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Well, they say for anyone who's already feeling stuck. Yeah, you went to high school, then maybe you did some college, tech school, training or whatever and whatever and thought that your, you know, your direction was going to. But if you finally get a job and you're not happy, work to change. Work to change that immediately. (laughs) Spending your entire work week being unhappy just because it pays the bill will not make you happy at all. Trust me, I have been in that position as well. The longer you wait to change, the harder it would feel to change. So get used to change because you'll probably need to do it number of times throughout your life and career. Career coach from former Googler Jenny Blake, author of the book Pivot, says making a career change doesn't have to be terrifying. You just need to go out the transition carefully. First drawing on your current experience, then networking, then testing until you're ready to launch. Sorry, I'm just taking a quick water break here. I'm probably just going to cut this out anyways. I'm, I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not going to cut this out anymore. Um, I'm just going to leave that in. You, I'm, I'll just cut out the part of, you know, you listening to me while drinking some water. I should just play music at this point. No, I'm just going to have you listen to, like, me rambling about this. All right, well, anywho... The next point is don't rack up debt. Um, I know you, everyone here who are in your 20s will may have student debt, but that's honestly unavoidable. But just avoidable debt, like, you know, buying that $100,000 car that you can barely afford or $50,000 car, having car loans, buying a house at such an early age, stuff like that. Buying a house at early age is not bad unless you have the money to afford that, like a very decent down payment. Um, this is from Reddit. Um, Zoidbert writes that um, in all too common mistake, I regret not saving more money. And more importantly, I regret racking up debt that nearly killed me in my 30s. Some of it was necessary, of course, but a lot was credit card overkill. I also regret not traveling more once we once the Redditor got married and started having kids travel got curtailed because it was expensive. Uh, we still, they still went on trips, but there were family trips. I wish I could have taken a couple more bit out of the country excursions with family came into play. If you find yourself in a similar, you know, situation, consider taking a trip from one former business insider reporter and going on a cash only diet during which you stop using credit and debit cards completely. 
I don't know if you guys know this, but using cash actually feels like you're using money, but once it leaves that debit card or credit card doesn't even feel like it's your own money. It's a crazy feeling, crazy world we live in nowadays, but yeah, using that card, just swipe, I guess tapping now, not swiping, I sound like such a boomer right now, um, you know, with the, the swiping, there's no more swiping. People still swipe? I think so, I don't know. Anywho, moving on. Don't burn your britches. Ah, don't burn your bridges. Sorry, I have a live audience member uh, watching right now, and they're making me laugh. Anywho, uh, Redditor uh, Rohi Calhoun says, Don't burn your bridges. Personal work, whatever. There will be times when you will need to be amiable with people from the past for various reasons. And the last thing you need is someone saying, F that guy because of something petty or stupid that could have easily been avoided. This advice applies especially when you're quitting your job. According to national workplace expert Lynn Taylor, if your new position is in the same industry or city, there's a good chance you'll run into your former boss or coworkers coworkers again, or your former boss may talk to your new boss about you if they knew each other, so keep it classy. Also, when you're leaving a job, leave a super professional um, letter and always sign your name at the end of it. Um, I know nowadays most people just like send a text to your boss like, I quit, and just block them on everything. That ain't the move. Um, keep it professional. Write a full letter out. Um, write out why you're leaving, uh, reasons like that. Try not to lie. Be super punctual. Um, once you've already expressed your you know, reasons of quitting, <laughs> I'm sure your boss isn't going to drag you down and ask you to stay. Um, if you left a very lasting impression, of course, your boss would be like, hey, please stay. You know, I can accommodate for, you know, whatever you need. But you'd be like, hey, you know, I'm just not in a position. I'm, I'm in a position right now in my life where, you know, I want to explore other options and stuff like that. All right, moving on. Try to avoid thinking of your 30s as some kind of stopping point for fun things. Redditor Romonation says, This is perhaps not the advice you're looking for, but maybe you should try to avoid thinking of your 30s as some kind of stopping point for fun things, where all you can do is look back and sigh about what could have been. Like, you know, uh, you don't want to be in your 30s and be like, I wish when I was 22 I ran a marathon, or I wish when I was 20 I, I don't know, climb, climb Mount Everest. I know of several people whose 30s have been more fun than their 20s, and it's in part because they can look back with experience and realize they're better at balancing and enjoying the things that they want to do. You still have so much life. Don't let it be over just because you survived another 364 and a quarter days. Or 365. Never mind. Scratch that last part. Whew. 365 days. Scratch the last part I said. Anywho. I'm not going to be editing this episode. It's going to be completely raw. I might add some music at the end of it, though. But most of it's going to be completely raw. Do not spend one more minute of your life with someone who makes you feel like you are less than you are. Know your self-worth. That's what it's about. Redditor Ruby Fish Fish focuses on relationships. Do not spend one more minute of your life with someone who makes you feel like you are less than you are. He or she will never change for the better and you might just change for the worse. This even goes for friendships and not only just uh, relationships with a significant other. 
Um, you want to surround yourself with people that uplift you. You don't want to be constantly, you know, friends with someone who's like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, I just saw you posted a, a picture of, you know, your gym progress. You shouldn't do that. Or, hey, I just saw, you know, you posted a picture of somebody on in- Instagram. You shouldn't be doing that. Hey, you shouldn't be do this. Hey, you shouldn't do that. Or if you really like doing something, that person pushes you back from it. If you, I don't know, if you like racing cars and the person's pushing you back from racing cars. If you really like playing hockey and the person's like, don't play hockey or something like that. You want to live a life filled with happiness and joy. Also surrounded by people that share that happiness and joy. I'm not saying that you don't have to sacrifice things for friends and, you know, stuff like that. that that's completely different, but you should keep it healthy and also never let someone put you down ever you should always surround yourself with people that always lift you up the next one is very important take care of your body and i have a lot to say on the subject because you hear about these hustlers that are always like wake up at 5 a.m wake up at 3 and wake up at 6 a.m and get your shit done at that time but i'm just gonna say this now just because you wake up at 5 a.m and you grind all night you get three hours of sleep that is completely unhealthy you should be getting a solid eight hours of sleep there's so many people out there that are successful just by doing their regular nine to five job waking up at eight so many people out there that run businesses they get regular sleep they're making millions they're making billions um sure you might have to stay up till 3 a.m grinding that paper but go to sleep don't wake up at 5 a.m just because, you know, you saw some hustle guy um, promoting on YouTube, I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning. In that those couple of hours, are you really going to be more productive? You're just going to be sleepy all day. You're going to be tired. You're going to feel anxious. There's so much, so many other, you know, health concerns with not taking care of your body the proper way. So Redditor Vladimir has some regrets of his own. I wish I had taken better care of myself. Instead, I let my weight catch back up with me. I ignored a few dental problems and I didn't care of my didn't take care of my finances as well as I should have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm 31 now. None of these problems are dire for me, but God, they're a much bigger pain in the rear end to deal with now compared to how how much effort it would have taken to not let them become an issue at all. It generally is easier to manage your weight when you're younger because we tend to be less we tend to be less active as we age. Business insiders Aaron Broadwin reports, moreover, we may begin less attuned to our body's natural needs as we get older. Don't get caught up in the cycle of buying expensive things to keep up with the Jonases. Writer Keith lady says don't get caught up in the life cycle of buying expensive things to keep up with the jonases and impress people people in their 20s seem to want it all now don't fall into that trap author thomas c corley who spent five years interviewing rich people including self-made millionaires found that lifestyle found that lifestyle creep the act of spending more as you get it to save face among or to impress your peers erodes wealth quickly delaying gratification instead and saving that money for later has a potential to make you extremely wealthy down the line that is actually very important um to not buy expensive things um if you're 
they're always looking at buying the newest and latest iPhone, I wouldn't recommend it, honestly. Just because because your iPhone is getting older doesn't mean it works just as well. It, not only is it great for sustainability and the, the environment itself to use your older phone, but um, maybe it's a functionality you're looking for. But if you're buying a phone just for the sake of buying a new phone because it's the newest phone and you can flash it to your friends and stuff, I know most people are never going to admit this, but like you shouldn't do it, honestly. Coming from um, a phone repair technician here, um, buying a new phone is honestly not worth it. If it's the battery life that you're worried about, just get the battery changed. If the screen is cracked, just get the screen changed. It's honestly cheaper. Um, screen replacements, not so much, but if it's just your battery life, just get it changed. It's going to cost less than 100 bucks. For most phones, it's about 50 bucks. Now, my last advice is going to be don't rush to cram stuff in your 20s because you think you should. This goes, this is, I mean, like if I used to, like an airplane um, bag, like if when you're going on a flight, you don't want to cram everything into that one bag. Um, most of it's not even going to fit and it's you know, just going to explode. It's not fit. Redditor Michelle Noir writes, or Michael Noir, I'm not sure. You know, that's a name I've always been confused by Michel, Michael and Michelle. Are they spelled the same? I'm not sure. Anyway, getting off track here. So the Redditor says, I'm 36 and I have never understood this. Do things before you're 30 thing. I don't see why you can't do things after you're 30 or after you're 40. I don't see why the number 30 is so symbolic. My advice is don't rush to cram stuff into your in your 20s because you think you should. Just do what you want. Do what feels natural and take your time with it if it if need be. Well, that's on everything on advice that I would have for everyone that's in their 20s. Well, not me personally, but, you know, the collective of Quora and Reddit of what the Internet says. There's hundreds of advices out there. And honestly, uh, the biggest takeaway from this podcast should be you should be you. You should do you. Don't follow your life based on celebrities, based on what other people have done, based on bibliography. Oh, sorry, biographies of other people. Don't base your life on that. You're you. You should love yourself. You should be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Surround yourself with people that will be there on your wedding day. People who are going to stand for you. People, for lack of a better term, take a bullet for you. People who will attend your wedding. The older you get, you'll notice... Um, sorry, the only reason I, I'm talking about this is because I've worked um, in a lot of weddings. And I always hear people talking about hey why is this so and so not here why is he not here why is she not here um and honestly the bride and groom generally don't know why they didn't come they rsvp'd and they're like hey man sorry i can't make it or hey sorry i can't make it honestly um most um you know scenarios um are avoidable be that friend for people you know the one that's going to put everything to the side put your own put yourself to the side you know sacrifice some things for other people be the friend that you want. Um, but always put yourself first as well. Um, always put your own oxygen mask on before you put on others. You know you know what they say in the airplanes. If any of you guys are in the airplanes, you know, when the flight attendant is standing, doing the hand signs. And then even if you read the back of the card, it says to put on your oxygen mask before you attend to someone else. And same goes with life itself. You don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to like, you know, 
if there's one oxygen mask, you don't have to, like, you know, kick the other person to the side and take it. Um, but you can share it, you know, take a couple puffs, let the other person take a couple puffs of the oxygen mask. But yeah, that's your 20s. Surprisingly, I'm doing this because right now I actually should be studying for a business midterm uh, that I have for project management. And I all of a sudden was like, hey, I'll make a podcast episode. And here's here I am making this podcast episode on something that's completely unrelated to project management. Yep, that's the whole episode. Sorry about this very long episode. I don't know how long it is. I'll have to see like after it's... Never mind. I'm talking way too much right now. But yes, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, Share the episode if you found it interesting or intriguing. I will talk to you guys. I know I'm not really talking to you guys because you guys can talk back. Besides the point. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good rest of your day, and I hope most of you take this advice and roll with it. As always, stay safe, and please wear your seatbelt and drive into the speed limit. That's also very important. Good night, everyone. Or good morning, if you're listening in the morning. Or good evening, or afternoon. All of the above. Alright, bye. Take care. Why am I ending this like a phone call? Told me I'm lucky, but it must be a joke Alone with no money and away from my folks They said it'd be easy if I love on my phone But I'm just unhappy in some stranger's home Some people have it figured out Life in the palm of their hands Why can't I be like that? I wonder if it's too late now How'd I get where I am? Did I slip through the cracks? Cause my friends are all married With kids on the way The jobs are all steady And I can't relate Maybe I'm lonely Or I'm just a fake But I'm fooling no one I'm just A kid in my twenties A kid in my twenties Idolize college but seem to forget Yeah, you'll gain knowledge but mostly just debt Still going to parties I don't know what for I end up more empty than the cops on the floor Some people have it figured out Life in the palm of their hands Why can't I be like that? Oh, I wonder if it's too late now How'd I get where I am? Did I slip through the cracks? My friends are all married With kids on the way Their jobs are all steady And I can't relate And maybe I'm lonely Or I'm just a fake But I'm fooling no one I'm just A kid in my twenties A kid in my twenties And I've been
kid in my twenties, a kid in my twenties, a kid in my twenties, a kid in my twenties.